another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And we're going to get started right now with the podcast update for today. We have a thunderstorm rolling through right now, so if you hear that in the background, it's not some special effects we've added. That's actually just a summer thunderstorm. Uh, But yeah, so it came out earlier today. See that dramatic thunderstorm underscoring underscoring my news updates. Very powerful. Very powerful vibes. Uh, It came out earlier today that Fidelity is reportedly preparing... At least this is what the media says. According to media reports, Fidelity, which has nearly $5 trillion of assets under management, is preparing to file a spot Bitcoin ETF. So following BlackRock, following uh, BlackRock into the spot Bitcoin ETF field. And uh, of course, BlackRock is waiting on, waiting on their application to be approved for their own spot ETF which they're calling the iShares Bitcoin Trust. If it gets approved, that'll be the formal listing name, iShares Bitcoin Trust, sponsored by BlackRock. So big developments for crypto. And uh, like I was saying yesterday, it's been two years of a lot of people either moving on from Bitcoin or becoming embarrassed by it because of all the problems with FTX Uh, Last year, the implosion of crypto exchange FTX and the celebrities that haphazardly promoted that exchange. Of course, if you follow me, we never promoted FTX, not even for a single millisecond. Uh, They launched relatively late in the crypto space, launched in 2019. But many of us who are into crypto had already been in for years at that point. And again, we had no exposure to FTX, nor did we ever promote it even once, not even once. But of course, for some people, that was their first experience with crypto. It was getting rug pulled by Sam Bankman-Fried. And you can understand why people would not take it seriously if that's your first experience. And if you don't know anything else about it, if you don't know about the decentralized or self-custody aspects of crypto. But yeah, this has been a big month already for news stories regarding Bitcoin. And June is almost over. And again, after two years of many people dismissing this subject, and as a result, less interest in what I have to say and less interest in our research at Fulcrum, uh, now it's quite the opposite. It's like somebody's just flipped the warp drive switch and everybody's suddenly interested in me and in what the team is coming out with in terms of our research. And it makes me sort of tired, to be honest. It's just overwhelming and uh, would prefer to enjoy success without the added burden of people constantly bothering me. But I think there's a good pipeline. It's a really good pipeline in terms of if you are interested in hearing more about this topic, you have several years of books on Amazon Kindle penned by yours truly that you can read through that have my deepest thoughts on what crypto is and why it seems to be taking off here in the West. And now also in the East with Hong Kong as of June 1st, allowing their local local residents to uh, invest in it again after an extended ban. So uh, all exciting news. And so the pipeline again is those Amazon Kindle books. If you wanna read those by all means, please do. Uh, And also the free podcast, Fulcrum News, just add us anywhere you listen to podcasts. My apologies to listeners on Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. 
I realized there's been a, a delay in getting the episodes. We fixed the feed earlier today, so now it should be pushing out episodes right away again. Right as they come out, it should hit your phone if you have Amazon Music or uh, Google Podcasts. And of course, Apple Podcast has been going out uninterrupted. But for some of those platforms, again, we're aware there was a problem in terms of the, the feed delay, and we have fixed that problem. Uh, so, yeah, the other place you can get our stuff, of course, link and profile, or I'll put the link in description for the podcast listeners. My Substack, I've now been on Substack for about a year and a half. And when you sign up, you get access to all the past posts. You get a seven-day seven-day passport to read through all the past posts. And it's, again, some deep thoughts on the crypto topic and even which cryptos I'm, I'm most interested in and why I'm interested in them, etc. Uh, so I, I leave those doors open to you guys. Either add your email to my Substack, again, link in profile or link in description, or listen to the podcast or buy one of the books. But I don't, I don't want to sit here and hold your hand because this to me is like a settled, this is a settled assumption, absolute settled assumption to me that this was going to come in at some point. And it took longer than, than many of us expected it to. But now you have some of the biggest names in finance. Again, Fidelity earlier today, reportedly preparing to file for their Bitcoin spot ETF following BlackRock into the space the biggest names conceivable in finance. So it certainly is no longer something you can dismiss as a, a fad, a fad or a, uh, a pump and dump or something, because it looks like BlackRock has multi-year, uh, multi-year kind of plan for it in terms of offering the ETF and, uh, you know, standing by it for years to come, just as they did with their gold ETF which many people credit with helping lift the whole gold industry, lifting the value of gold by making it more accessible to uh, everyday investors. Uh, everybody else, welcome. If you have any questions, feel free to sound off. But yeah, that's really it here. I wanted to update you guys on the Fidelity news. And uh, so I could not be more bullish. I don't plan to sell, you know, most of my Bitcoin I plan to never sell. Um, after wading through a two-year hellacious bear market, where again, the media flagellated us on a daily basis during the FTX collapse, those of us who still believed in crypto, we got a daily beating from the press about how stupid we are. How stupid we are, but I guess we're not so stupid if BlackRock and Fidelity are filing spot Bitcoin ETFs, which will open up the floodgates, in my opinion. Uh, not financial advice, but I, I do believe that opens up crypto to a much wider audience and much wider group of potential uh, potential users and investors, for sure. A lot of people with brokerage accounts out there. And once something's a regulated ETF, uh, they can look at it seriously in a way that many investors have not looked at crypto yet because they don't know much about it and they don't have any assurances that they're buying the real crypto, right? So here, if they or working with a big name, I think it is going to make a difference in terms of uh, people giving it a second look. All right. Any other questions? No, the, the majority of it I don't plan to sell. 
don't plan to sell it. Eventually, one day, maybe I'll, I'll buy something with it. Maybe I'll buy some real estate or a big boat or something. Um, just like uh, I sold some gold recently. And uh, the gold was not used to buy anything significant, just used to pay some bills. But with Bitcoin, it's more of a, a long-term bet that in 10 years, we're still going to have internet. And there's still going to be a need for internet currency, for peer-to-peer -peer money, which is what crypto really is. And I think in 10 years, again, the rarity holds up. If it's limited to 21 million eventual coins that will ever exist. In 10 years, it just becomes that much rarer, in my opinion. Whereas with gold, as I like to remind people, if the gold price were to double, you would just see so many new gold mining companies open up business. They would open up shop. Right, So the, the issue with mining is that at the current gold price, they can't justify going much deeper. But if it were double the cost per ounce, they would just drill deeper and they would open up new mines and there would be new exploration, you know, deep sea exploration and stuff to find new gold deposits. The gold is out there. It's just a matter of it being economically worth anybody's time to get to. Whereas with crypto, again, it's limited truly limited, almost the opposite of what its critics say. Because its critics say that crypto is unlimited, you can always create more. But no, you can't. You absolutely can't just create more. There's only so much Bitcoin that will ever exist. There's only so much Litecoin. And if you want any of those two currencies, you either have to mine for them, or you have to buy them, or provide a product or service, and somebody pays you with that currency. Those are the only ways in. It actually isn't, isn't infinite funny money. That would be crypto. Uh, I mean, that would be fiat. So that's it here, everybody. I'm going to end this one. And uh, again, apologies to the people on Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. But now the updates should be back to normal. We fixed the problem with the feed. And yeah, every single person who follows our research should get that Substack at a minimum. Add your email address to the Substack because otherwise you're just missing out on a lot of stuff. You get to, again, catch up on the last year and a half of my posts over there with this, this guest pass or whatever, this free trial. You get that. Plus, you get my email updates, the new ones, right as they go out. Uh, plus, you get to actually contact me. You can respond to the emails and that goes directly to me. A couple other benefits, a couple other features. So that's it. Thank you, guys. God bless.